Hello, everyone, and welcome back to A Double Shot of Branding. I am one of your hosts, Michelle. And I'm Caden. And we are so excited today to be talking to you guys about how to brand your business on a budget and what to invest in in the beginning of your business. We know that a lot of people are not able to invest in designers in their business. They're also still just trying to figure out where their business is heading, um, what they want to do with their business in the future. So it's maybe just not the right time to invest in a designer, which is totally okay. So today we're going to talk about some tips that you can um, pay, pay attention to, follow um, in order to get your business off the ground and running. So obviously you need a logo to have your business and we recommend just starting out with something very, very simple. Um, I recommend finding, you know, cool font you like. There's different uh, places you can find them like a creative market um, and some typeface type boundaries, I guess is what they're called. Um, but I would recommend just start pick a font that you like and then just add some spacing and add a tagline underneath it and call it a day because it, you don't need, you know, all, all these illustrations and you don't need all this fancy stuff when you're just starting out. You just need, you know, something with your name on it. Um, and that's the easiest way to start. And then we always recommend uh, choosing a color palette and trying to stay a little bit consistent with all of your, whether it's social media graphics or your website. So maybe choosing like three to four colors, um, start with one that you really like. Um, Cause honestly, when you go through uh, in designing with an actual designer, they will have all these questions for you that really get down to the psychology of colors and stuff like that. But you don't have to worry about that right now. Just choose, you know, a color that you like and then choose a couple complementing colors. And it doesn't have to be um, like opposite colors or anything like that. It can literally be your color is a shade of blue and then your accent colors are, you know, some grays, uh, black and uh, a lighter cream or something like that. It doesn't have to be like all colors of the, of the rainbow. <laughs> I do suggest adding, making sure that you have contrast in your colors. So if you are gonna have like a pink and a gray and a purple, then make sure that one of those colors is like a lighter shade than the other one. So um, if you are typing text on a light background, you want it to stand out. So you want like a darker shade of that color to match yeah. with the lighter shades. That's a good way to test it out too, is to do like a block of color and then try to type one of the other colors over it and see if you can see it. And if you can't, then you need to adjust the colors um, so that they uh, can be layered together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you don't want all light colors or all dark colors. Um, you're definitely gonna want some contrast because you're gonna be making some graphics with some text on top of it. So you want light colors on top of dark colors and vice versa. Yeah. And then for your fonts, um, just choose two fonts that are contrasting. So um, to get kind of technical, there are fonts that are called sans serif, and then there's a serif font. The serif ones are the one with the little, the ligatures um, and kind of the accents on the letters. And then sans are just um, letters that are kind of straight and a little bit more modern. So you can always, you can never go wrong with just choosing maybe a serif and a sans serif to go together. Um, try to stay away from calligraphy. 
or handwritten or script fonts. Um, those don't translate well as your headers. They're really hard to read. So you want to make sure that your, um, you know, your website and the graphics that you create, that people can actually read them. So um, stay away from calligraphy, script fonts, um, unless maybe you use it as a very short accent for maybe like a quote or, um, you know, some like on my service guide PDF that I give clients, like I have like design create and like some creative words that are in cursive, but they're on the side and they're kind of like just an afterthought almost. They're not like the main, the main show. Yeah. You never want to have a script font as like a header or a subheader because you want to be able to make sure that everyone can read it. So if you think about um, all the different types of audiences and people that might be coming to your website or your socials, some people might have a harder time reading script fonts than others. So if you have something important to say, you always want to make sure that it's a super um, legible font. Um, so just try and keep all of your headers and subheaders or embody text in something that's super legible and then save the script text for little fun accent phrases or quotes. That goes for your logo too. I see a lot of people that choose script fonts for their logo and it's really, really hard to read. And sometimes they even say completely wrong words. I think somebody posted a t-shirt at Target and it was supposed to say, um, oh gosh, what was it? It was something about like fun or whatever, but it ended up looking like a curse word. Um, just because of the, way the letters like ran together and that happens a lot. You would really be surprised. So um, be careful about using a script font for your logo as well. Yeah, definitely. And a good resource for you to create all of this stuff, the color palette, the font palette, and the logo is Canva. I'm sure that you have heard of it, but if you have not heard of it, it is a free resource. They do have a paid subscription available but the free resource is really great to use. You can create your logo in there. Um, please don't use one of the logo templates because there's, I, if I had to guess, there's like copyright issues involved with using some of those logo templates because it's not technically your design. Um, like Caden said earlier, just start with a simple logo that's like typing out your business name and you should be good to go. Yeah, Canva is a great resource and it makes it easy for you guys to design your own things. Just stick to make sure everything's cohesive. So stick to your colors, stick to the fonts that you choose. Um, so no matter what template or layout that you find, you know, for social media graphics or a brochure or flyer or whatever, um, just as long as you stay consistent with the colors that you chose and the fonts, it's going to look good. Yeah. We sound like a Canva commercial, but <laughs> we're not sponsored by Canva. No, not at all. We just have a ton of clients who use Canva and we know that that's the most popular resource out there. Um, so after you have all of your logo, colors and fonts put together, the next thing that we suggest is creating some sort of website for people to go to and contact you. So if you're if you are starting now by advertising via social media like Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest, you're going to want some sort of website for potential clients to go to so that they can learn more about you and learn how to contact you to potentially hire you or purchase any of your products that you're selling. 
Um, so if that sounds super overwhelming to you, um, I have had some clients just make quick one page websites that, so it's not a full website, it's just a one pager. And then they have, you know, a few sections on there about who they serve, what services they offer, who they are, and then how to contact them. So that's a super easy way to get a website up and running. Um, and then there's also templates you guys can um, find there's if you just search like website template or website theme there's lots and lots and lots of options michelle actually has a whole shop with social media templates and website templates that um, you can use and they come with instructions on how to install them and then you basically just load them on your the website of your choice, whether it's Squarespace or WordPress, and then just fill in the information and add your own pictures. So um, definitely we do not recommend uh, hiring somebody to create your web, a custom website when you're just starting out because it's a huge investment and you there's just a lot of learning curves that you're going to have um, with your business and when you're when you finally do invest in branding or website design you um you want to make sure that you're in a full you understand your audience and your products and services completely and what they want so that you can you're getting the most for your money so don't don't pay somebody to design your website right from the start um, unless you are super, super rich and, you know, have started a million businesses, um, before and you kind of know what you're doing. Uh, but just start out with like one page template or one page design or, um, a template that you purchased from somewhere. And usually they, how, how much, how expensive are yours? How much yours cost? Um, you can find any of my templates for under $300. And then my Canva templates are a lot cheaper, like under 30 bucks. Yeah. So you can find awesome templates out there for just a couple hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Those are really great. Um, if you, I know like lots of people sell one page website templates, like I have a sales page template. Um, and then you can easily find full website design templates as well. And you mm -hmm. can expect to pay anywhere from like 200 bucks to a thousand bucks for the template, but you can definitely find something that's within your budget. Yeah. And if you do do a one page website just to, you know, get something up there while you're trying to figure things out, um, don't keep it up there for too long, just as a one page. I always recommend, you know, having more than one page just for SEO purposes, but it's definitely doable just to throw up a one pager for a while until you, you know, get, have more time or figure things out. Also, there's a learning curve with web like techno technology stuff so um you may be ready to do it but just don't know how and that's where you know google and youtube can also um come help with answering how to tutorials and stuff like that yeah and i think a lot of new business owners get really stuck up on the phase that they have to create a website so they just put it off forever and ever and then they have this Instagram account that's growing, but then know where to send these people that um, are potential clients. I know when I go to somebody else's Instagram that I'm potentially looking to hire like a bookkeeper, for instance, and they don't have a website, I am like so much less likely to contact them because I want to learn more about them before I reach out to them. 
And so that you could potentially be losing people by not having any sort of website. So don't feel intimidated that you have to have the most perfect website ever in order to create one for your potential clients to go to. Just pop something up there and slowly work on it on a weekly, monthly basis and get it to where you need to be. But um, at the very least, have a link with some sort of contact form for people. Exactly. And there's a lot of um, like link and bio softwares. Like there's one called Milkshake. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of them. And don't, I wouldn't recommend doing, using any of those. I would just have your own website so you can start building um, SEO and you have control over it. And so um, another thing that you can, that can help you brand your business on a budget is creating a Google business uh, listing. And that's completely free. You just uh, create an account, make sure that when you set up um, any of your uh, domain, your Google business listing, social media accounts, whatever, um, do it in your name and your email, your information under your account. Don't let um, another designer do it under their name or an employee do it under theirs because um, if they leave or you stop using that designer, it's just a big mess. So make sure when you set up all that stuff, you're doing it um, under your own name. But a Google business listing is a great way to start building that SEO and um, you can get reviews. You can send clients links um, and they can start giving you reviews even if you you know don't even have a website up yet. And you can share, um, you know, your contact information, you can share pictures on there even and like posts and you can share, um, they even have like little kind of like slider ad things where you can, um, if you're having like a special or something like that, you can create a specific type of post to share that information. So when people look you up on Google, um, so that's a, a free thing that you can do that when you're first starting out and then worry about ads and stuff like that later. Yeah, so I th- everything that we have just mentioned so far, the logo, the color, the fonts, those have all been free. The website page will be roughly the cost of the domain, which is, I don't know, would you oh, say yeah. around 20 a year? Yeah. That's super cheap. Um, you, can, you can still chill with a free Gmail account for emails and the website platform itself depends on what platform you go with but i would say less than like 40 dollars a month for the website platform yeah that's uh squarespace for um for wordpress the hosting is a little bit different they make you pay annually and there's millions and millions of different options out there some good ones are like siteground um flywheel uh, WordPress, one's called WordPress something. Um, but in general, you're probably paying less than $50 a month ish to host. Yeah. Yeah. Usually like definitely some cheaper options, like 15, 20 bucks a month. Definitely. Um, and then lastly, we wanted to talk a little bit about brand photo shoots. So, if you don't have a budget for a brand photo shoot, we would suggest um, purchasing a styled stock photography subscription like Hot Stock, if you've heard of it, which is H-A-U-T-E. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, there is plenty of other really amazing um, photography subscription 
businesses out there. Um, but this is great if you, let's say you created a pinkish purple type of color palette, you could search on one of these photography subscription sites for photos that kind of match that color palette and vibe that you're looking for. And you can get a whole gallery of photos that would go really, really well with your color palette and your overall like look and feel of your brand. Um, so that's a good option. There's obviously, you know, free stock photography sites as well, but it's going to be a little bit more challenging to find photos that match your overall brand style. And, yeah. and if you are a service-based entrepreneur, there are plenty, or uh, sorry, a product-based entrepreneur. So you're selling physical products to people. You could also take your own photos if you don't have it in the budget for a brand photo shoot. Um, there are so many different ways you could go about this, but there are a ton of like YouTube videos and even people on TikTok showing product-based businesses how to take their own photos using their iPhones um, or if you have a DSLR yourself. But I've seen people do, you know, backdrops of white poster boards and setting their products in front of the poster board um, or purchasing, you know, a cheap uh, tripod and setting their iPhone up that way. So there's lots of things that you could do. Um, basically the point I think of this episode was don't let money hold you back from starting your business and getting things running off the ground. Definitely. When you're first starting out, you just, you don't need all the bells and whistles and most likely you can't afford all the bells and whistles. So um, you're probably starting out as a side hustle. Um, and then by the time that you finally take it full time, that's when you'll know, and that's when you'll be ready to hire a designer and work with somebody to professionally create your brand and website. But until then, there's a lot of things you can do to DIY. Um, yeah, definitely. So uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, we look forward to talking to you guys next time about more fun branding and website tips and tricks. Thank you guys so much for listening.